What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I'm going to have to record with the AC on for the first time. I usually turn the AC off and the fan off and everything off when I record. It's 110 degrees in New Delhi, 95 at night. My computer started getting too hot to even record. Okay, I'm the first one to come on here and look at myself and find something that I need to work on myself. Anytime I have friction in any scenario or with any person in life, I usually tend to take a look at myself first. Even if the human part of me might start out with assigning blame on someone else, I'm a human being. I always soften up and try to look for how I contribute to the situation. And since you can't change the other person or the situation outside of you, the best possible positioning, I think, is to lead with looking at yourself and your own perception and your own perspective and then plan and action accordingly. It's the only thing that you can do. It's the most position of power you can be in, things that you can control. And I think that is the healthiest way to be. So you don't go around feeling like everything is happening is outside of your control. In my opinion, it's always better to find that thread that you can grip to operate in your own circle of influence and control. It does no good to look outside of that and complain unless you just want to be frustrated or feel like a victim of what's happening to you. Better it is to always find something within it, some unit of degree to which you have control over amidst all the chaos. And now having said all that, because I keep the spirit of looking and assigning responsibility to myself first and foremost, I also recognize that I tend to take it too far at times. And what I mean is, if I have something I've been wanting to do, and I haven't been able to get it done or get it started, for example... This way of thinking makes me look at myself first. Like, what's wrong with me? What deficiency do I hold or am I bringing? Or is there some insecurity or some fear or programming from my childhood or upbringing? And literally, I'm pondering these things in the shower and thinking about these things and taking a hard look at myself because that's the way that I tend to look at things, at myself first. Essentially, this sort of Thinking tends to try to make everything an existential crisis in which I am like a self-help book, always finding something within me to patch. And again, as positive as this is as a way of being in most aspects of life, the problem is that it cannot be the only frame from which to process problems. And this occurred to me the other day when I had my sales hat on. In sales, anytime you try and sell something to a prospect or an end user and they object, they don't just agree to buy it, we have a way of handling those objections. In my last sales job, we used to have a running Excel sheet called Objection Management. And we kept a running list of how to handle the most common objections out there 
where we can position our product against our competitors or justify our shortcomings in any way. Still, however, as reality would have it, you cannot manage all objections, meaning you don't always have the problem with a crafty positioning of words, but ultimately most of those objections and those objection management talk tracks or scripts addressed objections that, regardless of industry, fall in three major categories for human nature. Usually when you're trying to sell something to somebody, three things that human beings assess come up in that sales process. Objections are either internal, they're external, or the objection lies in belief of the product or the vehicle itself. Now, like I said before, internal problems are my specialty. Looking at what insecurity, internal belief, or programming might be getting in the way of moving forward is the first thing that I'd look at. Like the first thing I almost always go to is, am I even worth having the solution for this? And believe it or not, most people, even when you're trying to sell them something simple, will have a self-worth question that comes up, an insecurity that comes up, some belief, some fear that comes up. Natural, but not the only place to focus because there are also external problems and external problems are very real and tangible. These are like, do I have enough money? Will it give me a return on my investment? How fast will I get that return? How much effort do I have to put in? What inconveniences and changes will I have to put up with? These are some real-life external things that actually come up. All the nitty-gritty things that are very real in overcoming an objection and selling something to someone and actually having them be sold on your product and have that be effective and work for them. And lastly, the objections are vehicle-related. If the customer is sophisticated enough or has progressed far enough in their buying journey where they really are in pain enough where they want to solve the problem... By this stage, they will usually look at you versus your competitors. They will have skepticism about how much your product will actually solve their specific need. And your job in managing this part is really about your product market fit and matching and communicating the needs and requirements. Really just getting across to them that, hey, I understand what it is that you're looking to accomplish and here's how we can uniquely get you there. This is where you're just doing the belief part as related to the actual product and delivery itself since the prospect is doubting the actual vehicle. Okay, so taking the sales hat back off with all this background knowledge, looking back at myself, if I, if I looked at myself like a prospect to which I must sell my dreams enough that I buy in enough to take daily action. It would be incomplete to only scrutinize the internal stuff, right? Meaning, as much as I love to come on here and only look at my own internal issues as to why there is friction between where I am and where I'm trying to get to, wouldn't it be fair to think that the other two criteria also play a part as well? Am I not being too hard on just one aspect of what it would take for me to be fully sold on my dreams? Meaning, okay, 
Fair enough. You address the self-doubts, insecurities, beliefs, traits, habits, all that stuff. And God knows we aren't moving forward until all of those are addressed. But if you were certain to always come back and address this part, wouldn't it be wise to really scrutinize it through the other lenses as well? So that means for my dreams or a place which I'm trying to attain, I must also ask and address the other two objections or obstacles that stand in the way of me being fully sold enough for my actions to follow. Meaning, asking and addressing, is there enough clarity and confidence on the external? What about the vehicle I've chosen? So yeah, in a way, me jumping straight to just looking and hyper-focusing on the internal deficiencies is only half the picture. Or more precisely, it's one-third of the picture. You have to be looking at the other parts to be fair to yourself. And not just about fairness. It's about actually being effective. So you can actually be effective. You have to look at the other things so you can move forward. Trust me, it does no good to beat yourself up and only work on your internal deficiencies if your external world isn't receiving the same amount of care and attention to keep up the speed. That's like being in a level 2 opportunity with a level 10 skill set. You must push the boundaries and question all those things around you equally or one will end up limiting the other. And then you will never be fully sold on your dreams and take action. So sometimes it's not you. It's them. Sometimes it's not about taking a hard look at yourself. Sometimes it's about opening up your eyes and taking a softer look around. What have you been walking by that you became blind to noticing? I heard something the other day that made this point in the most vulgar of ways. Excuse my French. If you sit in shit too long, it stops smelling. Sometimes we're so focused internally or just running from one thing to another that we don't see the obvious brokenness that needs addressing or the simple shit around us that weighs you down from flying that can just be cleaned. We become blind to it and stop considering those parameters as to why we aren't reaching the place that we want to get to. You aren't where you want to be? Let's audit your external environment too. Let's make sure it's set up for success, set up for optimal work, set up for least distractions, set up for emotional stability. Let's make sure you are actually clear whether what you pose as an external objection is actually one. Or have you looked over other ones that actually are? Things that are right in front of you that are getting in your way that are not compatible with the places that you're trying to go to. What about your habits and surroundings that pose a resistance to what it is that you are trying to accomplish? Wouldn't it be fair to use and address these things to add to, enhance, and aid the internal parts of you that you have been working so diligently on? 
And don't forget to audit the vehicle you have chosen too. Would you benefit from rethinking the entire vehicle you have chosen to deliver your results? Can your dreams fit through there? No matter how much you feed, nurture, and expect from one cow, you cannot milk it enough to feed an entire town. The size of what you want on the other side should have a channel built to it that can appropriately handle the flow. If the entire vehicle you have picked is either not something that you have clarity on, which is usually the first reason for inaction, it's not your childhood or your upbringing, it's not because you're afraid, you're literally not sold on the vehicle, the thing that you have chosen to to bring about your dreams to life. You don't believe that that thing you want to accomplish can come through going this way in this car. So that's why you don't act and move forward. Again, wouldn't it be fair to look at this in addition to just beating yourself up about what is possibly wrong with you and why you can't get yourself to do things? Yeah, T, stop being mean to yourself. This entire thing is probably just about me, but I have to believe other people go through this as well So as always, I universalize the personal. And it could be that the vehicle you have picked is just wrong or too small for your entire vision in general. All of which needs to be taken into account in your periodic assessments to identify opportunities for improvement. So yeah, with my sales hat, I can easily acknowledge the human nature of the prospect that goes into getting them to their entire goal. It would do me or them no good to just focus on their internal deficiencies. On the contrary, if I can get them to focus on the other two with me, we can actually progressively set up a playground for them to actively work on each one of what they consider to be their internal deficiencies while actually in motion. So the internal stuff is never the place to get hung up on at all. It's not what's keeping you from getting started. It's not what's keeping you. It's more about, hey, can we get all the external things in order so that we can have complete buy-in and least resistance so things don't blow up? And can we come to an agreement that the vehicle may never be perfect, but to gain enough clarity in the one that we are choosing that it can at least be seen in our minds as getting us to the very next destination at least. And we will see onwards from there. So at the least, we can get the prospect in motion. And now in that movement, we can circle back to some of the internal things that might limit us in the future from growth. They don't ever limit us from beginning or having them sold. Their life can change simply by buying into the movement itself. So in selling to myself, the same human nature and its limitations apply. Sometimes, instead of taking the firm control over our insides, It's about awakening to 
taking a bigger degree of control to what is around us and assess or pivot from what we have chosen as a way to get us to where we want to go in the first place. Awaken, identify, and eliminate. Sometimes it's not you. It's them. I love you, family. See you on the next show.